She's classy. She's sassy. She's a little smart assy. Ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality. The badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hey bitches, what's up? It's Kelly McLean and this is the Bitch Scopes podcast, which I almost forgot to record today. Today is uh, Monday, January 29th, pretty sure. And um, yeah, this is the podcast where I talk about the current astrology with a whole bunch of feminist uh, twists. And I have recently sort of revamped Bitch Scopes, so they are very much... um, dependent on goddesses and goddess asteroids. Sorry for the noise in the background. My kids are here. Um, anyway, so we're very goddessy around here now. Hopefully you're enjoying that. Would love to hear from you. You can email me at kelly at the me. The other podcast that you should really check out is Bitchstery. It is a uh, badass women in history that you probably never heard of, but you should. And if you want to get the individual horoscope sign by sign. Those are $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash house of bleep. And so with that, um, hopefully you guys are listening on Spotify. Are you listening on Spotify? Um, it's a, I know you can stream me a lot of different places, but I feel like Spotify is probably the best. Um, would love to know what your preference is if you have one. Let's see. Was that everything? Yeah. Um, if you go over to patreon.com forward slash house of bleep and join for free, you will have access to all the stuff that I post there that's free, which is the other podcasts, um, the written version of what I'm about to go over with you. And you will see a bunch of links about how to get a reading with me, where to email me. Um, let's see what else. Instagram. Uh, yeah. So patreon.com forward slash house of bleep, uh, is where all the things are. It's where all the cool kids are going right now. Okay. All right. Um, let's get into this. So this week, um, appears to be heavy on mercury and mercury can be very quick moving, rapidly changing. I am already feeling that this week is going to be a whirlwind. Um, but especially when it comes to intellect ideas, thoughts, sometimes even feelings and moods, um, because our, our thoughts do create our moods. So yeah. Um, so we have to stay on our toes or, you know, stay light on our feet this week. Our intuition is likely to be very strong. You are probably very tuned in, even if you don't realize it. So follow your gut this week. Um, that is indicated by a strong transit Mercury sextile Neptune, and also is reflected in the goddess asteroids, Charclo sextile Pandora. Um, very similar energies there. Um, so we're going to be very open and receptive to insight and changes. I did make another table this week. I didn't include it because I don't think anybody cares about my tables except me, but I, I love a fucking table. (laughs) If you want the table, you'll have to let me know. Um, anyway, open to insight and changes. Um, Pandora is sextile Circe. And that is another indicator of that receptivity. And Pandora is um, sort of akin to Uranus in my goddess astrology. So um, 
kind of stirring things up. She's very curious. She's opening boxes and shit, you know? Uh, it's a good thing that we are open and receptive and curious because there's also a little bit of like a mini spiritual crisis afoot. Mercury is Quincunx Vesta. Vesta being the keeper of the sacred flame that also relates to our mission in life, our calling more than your job, but like what you feel like you're here to do. You know, like no big deal. People get very hung up on mission um, and calling and fate and destiny and all that. The thing is your calling, your mission is what you're already doing. It's just you being you. Authenticity is so important because your authenticity unlocks what you're supposed to be doing. If you're not being yourself, you're not really being what you came here to be. And we all grow, you know, a shell and armor, crustiness, whatever on our exterior to protect ourselves. Um, and over time, that can prevent you from being your true authentic self because you're trying to fit in, you're trying to survive, whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you become aware of it, it's time to try to heal it and peel that off. And as you peel off those layers, you become more authentic and then you're more aligned with your mission. So anyway, Mercury Quincunx Vesta means we're kind of going, what are we doing? Uh, that also goes along with that mercurial energy because uh, there's just a lot going on in our brains this week. We might be questioning if we're on the right path. Are we headed in the right direction? Are we using our gifts and our, our innate gifts and our tools for the right goals and purposes? These types of questions can create internal tension and conflict. The good news is that these kinds of conflicts lead to deeper understanding of ourselves, especially if we're tuned into our intuition, which frankly, I feel like if you're awake and alive at all this week, um, Mercury sextile Neptune means you are tuned in. Um, also, Circe is trying Medusa. And let me get out my little table. Medusa corresponds to Neptune and Pisces energy. And Circe is Pluto energy. Yes. Um, as we get deeper into this goddess stuff, I will talk more and more, but I'm just sort of like, I've, I've tried to ease you in with a whole bunch of information over the last two weeks. And now I'm just sort of incorporating it. And as we go, this will evolve and <clears throat> I'll figure out um, how to bring the goddess information to you in a way that's very digestible. Um, because I am doing a lot of research right now. So I'm kind of bringing it to you as it strikes me also. So like, um, the first week that I started doing this, I was talking about Medusa and the myth of Medusa and how conveniently history has mostly left out the fact that she was raped by Poseidon or Neptune. Um, so anyway, um, as I am struck with inspiration that I will bring you particular goddess stories. And then last week it was Oya, which is um, Uranian energy. Okay. Anyway, um, there's also some good relationship juju this week. We are able to express ourselves better, more deeply. Our social lives are busy and peppy if we want them to be. I mean, if you want to stay in bed, that's you. Fine. I would not argue. Um, we feel generally optimistic around our loved ones. That is Venus trying Jupiter um, still in effect because I think that's a holdover from last week. 
um, Mercury trine Juno and Juno trine Mars. Juno trine Mars is more like passion in your relationship or passion for your relationship. Um, Mars being, you know, drive, sex drive, you know. Um, also, Iris is conjunct Venus. Iris is sort of like the almost the feminine counterpart to Mercury. Mercury is not gendered, but um, Iris is a messenger to the gods. And so Iris is conjunct Venus. And so we are um, in tune and communicating our love. Um, some of the mercurial energy can also affect relationship dynamics just because everything right now is real zingy. Mercury moves into Aquarius on Sunday. And so that kind of, um, changes the energy a bit. It gives things, um, a more progressive flavor, a more futuristic Mercury and Capricorn is very focused on what's happening right now. Mercury and Aquarius is thinking a lot about the future, um, it changes our collective personal thinking to have a more progressive flavor, more future oriented, um, all the Aquarian things. So we might be craving something different for our relationships, our jobs, our path in general, that's reflected in Mercury quincunx Vesta. Also Mercury is sextile Pallas Athena this week at 29 degrees. And you know what that means? That's kind of a big deal. Um, Mer Mercury sextile Athena so Pallas Athena is very good at strategy and planning and um, like being able to see patterns and almost sort of being able to like extrapolate things into the future. Um, Mercury sextile her gives us that, gives us access to that. At 29 degrees, it's like mastery of that sort of strategy, strategic gift. Um so again, follow your gut. Um, Mercury is also square the North node this week. That is one that might make us feel like we're kind of confused about, are we on the right path or whatever? Um, there's an obstacle to overcome, but squares, squares, I feel like squares get a bad rap. They can be very good at problem solving or they can inspire us to be very problem solving. Um, Mars is also very present this week, giving us sort of a competitive edge and like a strong drive to tackle things. We have Pallas, um, that's Pallas Athena, uh, trying Niobe. Nobody really knows why Athena took on the name Pallas. Uh, it's interesting. We'll have to get into that at some point. I am trying to train myself to call her Athena. So we know who we're talking about in terms of goddesses, but, uh, the, the asteroid, the, is it a minor planet? I think it's an asteroid, um, is called Pallas, but it refers to Athena. Um, trying Niobe. Now, Niobe is um, Jupiter energy, but it's sort of like the shadow side of Jupiter, so excess. So with Pallas trying Niobe, you might find yourself plotting. Now, plotting is different than strategizing, especially when it's like social things. Um, social plotting is it's shady. Okay. It's shady. Um, let's see, including those internal conflicts. Um, oh, competitive edge and deciding what we want to tackle and how, including the internal conflicts that we're having. Mars can also provide motivation to make changes. And, uh, one of the biggest influences this week is Mars trying Uranus, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And that's also reflected in Oya, 
also trying Mars. See how they, the goddesses mirror the traditional planets. It's really trippy. Um, so Uranus is direct now. All of the planets are direct until April 1st. So get after whatever you're going to get after. Mars teams up with Uranus and that creates motivation for change and growth and a desire to break out of the norm. So we might feel restless. We might feel very motivated. Um, sometimes if that energy doesn't have a pathway, it can create frustration, but mostly it's um, change and growth and drive. Mars trying Uranus like I said, is also reflected in Oya trying Mars. It's very similar energy. Oya can be a little more chaotic. Um, I feel like Oya is a little more frustrated and maybe even angry. Um, but anyway, uh, interestingly, Mars, Uranus, and Oya are all trying each other this week, which means they're in a grand trine. Um, Uranus is in Taurus, Oyo is in Virgo, and Mars is getting this wild energy from both sides. Um, so check your inner chaotic villain. That would be Oya trying Mars so that things don't get too messy. Um, eyes on your own paper. It's okay to be motivated by others, but we have to keep it within boundaries. Um, I think my dog is going to freak out any minute because I'm getting a delivery just FYI. Um, so all this Mercury energy, Mercury and Aquarius, it's going to help you get your facts in order to accomplish your goals. Uranus, now all the planets are direct. So what's holding you back? Really only you. It's always only us. And there's always so much in there. Anyway, of course, there are caveats this week. We have Lilith quincunx the sun. So we have to be aware of our past wounds around rejection and oppression and properly channel the rage that might exist in us due to those things. We have to keep an eye on our desire for revenge and our feelings of spitefulness. Um, that's reflected in Niobe conjunct nemesis as well as Pallas Athena trine nemesis. Nemesis is Venus energy, but it can be very, um, where Venus seeks justice and equality. Niobe is a little more vengeful. Spite in and of itself um, can be utilized to move energy and make changes, but if it's left unchecked, it can get crazy and we start projecting it onto people all the time um, and the people who wronged us. And it, it seems very satisfying or it sounds that way, but it's really just a misdirection and a poor use of energy. So don't get caught up in that. Um, this week's individual horoscopes then are going to focus on Mars trine Uranus and Oya trine Mars, Mercury sextile Neptune and Characlo sextile Pandora, Mercury entering Aquarius and the Lilith wound you're currently working on, which is Lilith's current placement. If you want to know where your natal Lilith is, where Lilith is in your birth chart, contact me for a reading, or you can find it online. Um, but, um, you know, we need to always be working on healing because we can't get that far if we're unhealed. And being a human is a constant process of learning and healing, learning and healing. It's kind of fucking exhausting, man. Anyway, we are bitches who signed up to do this shit and to do this shadow work. So let's get on it and um, have a great week. Check out your individual bitch scopes, horoscopes, and um, I'll be back next week. Bye. Hey, the dog didn't bark. Ooh.